0: love something we can give? I think we need to understand there is a difference between unconditional love and feeling disappointment in our partner. I'm Angie, stick around with me and let's talk love. So y'all know I'm always inspired seeing memes and stuff online and many people think that this generation is just different. They are not capable of giving the love that our grandparents had and you know what? Love isn't perfect right our grandparents great-grandparents ancestors they went through a lot you know some of these women were beaten and just all sorts of things happening so love is not perfect but it was lasting it was working through things and just knowing when to Fight and just not giving up so easily and so there's this thing that this generation cannot give that love They are incapable of unconditional love and I remember having this argument with somebody about unconditional love It was years and years ago and they were trying to tell me that you only have unconditional love for your children And I absolutely 1000% disagree with that assessment you don't have unconditional love just for only your children. Unconditional love can be given to anybody from parent to child, child to parent, significant other to significant other, etc. It could be given to anybody. It could be given to a friend. But before we dive into all that and I get overly excited about what it is I'm talking about today, I want to share what I'm referring to when I mean unconditional love. To me, unconditional love is 1 Peter 4-8 in the King James Version of the Bible of love covering a multitude of faults, covering a multitude of sins. And I most definitely think we are capable of giving it. What I mean by covering a multitude of sins and a multitude of faults is love that is forgiving, love that is is non-judgmental, love that is understanding, love that grasps the idea of mistakes, love that understands we are in the flesh and as long as we are in the flesh we will continue to sin we will continue to make mistakes we will continue to do things that air quote need to be judged on yet we have somebody who sees beyond that who sees beyond beyond all of those flaws and mistakes and just quirks that we have that doesn't mean now listen here that doesn't mean that they don't get mad with us they don't get angry or upset or you don't get angry or, or upset that's not what it means it just means you still feel those things you just don't forsake your partner at the site of every discrepancy you don't just decide to leave at every negative thing that happens in your relationship every time you don't get your way or every time your partner makes a mistake i think what this generation needs to understand is that disappointments happen disappointments are going to come disappointments are going to go. There is not a single person on earth who won't disappoint you, including your children. And I think people think that every time they get disappointed in their relationship, it's a pass to leave. It's a sign to exit the relationship. And that's what we call conditional love. I only love you based on what you're doing for me. Unconditional love is the total opposite of that. And You'll be leaving every relationship you enter known to men, every relationship, even personal relationships, if you have that mindset. You won't have relationships with anybody, whether friend, family, or whatever the case may be, because disappointment is going to happen your kids will disappoint you like I said your parents will disappoint you your supervisor your significant other disappointment is just a part of life and we just have to embrace that anybody and anything can disappoint you but the thing with this is one can argue that unconditional love doesn't mean you stay with the person and right now in this moment of this podcast I am referring to staying unconditionally through the ups and downs of relationships and marriage. However, there is an elephant in the room and we do need to decipher when unconditional love becomes unhealthy to actually stay. Because remember, we should love our neighbor. We should love just like Christ loved us. We are ugly people. We're all ugly people and he still loves us. So why should we be any different not to love our brother or sister in the same or try in the same manner? Yet certain things do happen in relationships that don't require you to stay unconditional love is not staying through disrespect unconditional love is not just tolerating anything i don't believe in staying and looking past verbal and physical abuse no not at all i don't believe in staying and looking past habitual infidelity no not at all those are things that even in the bible with um just adultery is just like was kind of like okay wait a minute this is not right it was, there's always a cutoff. And when you start getting to abuse and just being cheated on over and over and over again, that's unhealthy to stay in. That's tolerating disrespect instead of just staying because I just unconditionally love this person. But here's the thing with that, you can still have love for this person and wish them the best, but you just don't have to be a part of them. You just don't have to be a part of their life. We take this and we think that everything wrong our partner does means we need to leave them. And here's the thing with relationships, you will never get to your desired destination if you keep quitting because hard times have hit. We also need to understand that unconditional love is not a tit for tat, right? So it's not a you do for me, I do for you type thing where, (laughs) you know, sometimes we get caught up in reminding our partner what we did for them and it becomes this thing of unhealthy competition. And you guys know I'm all about healthy competition, but this is where it becomes unhealthy. You know, you're counting favors is what I'm saying. At At some point, Due to immaturity, Nate and I were in this phase where we kind of tit for tat. Well, I did this for you, and I did that for you, and da 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 da. And then, although you're, you might be saying it in uh, in good faith. It's not a way to count your love for somebody. You should not be counting favors. You should not be counting what you did for somebody. If you're doing it, you're doing it unconditionally. You're not doing it to remind them and to throw it back up in their face. And this is something that we did when we lacked maturity. Ultimately, it's something internal that you may be going through that is forcing you to do that to your partner or project that onto your partner. But as we journey through our relationship, Nate and I realize that's not conducive to the health of our relationship to keep reminding each other what we did for them. You know, nobody wants to keep hearing that. If you did it from your heart, nothing else should matter. If you did it from love, none of that, I shouldn't have to remind you. At the end of the day, they know what you did. (laughs) They know what you didn't do too. But, (laughs) you know... I just wanted to say that it, unconditional love is not tit for tat. Like people who borrow money from you and they throw it up or you may borrow money from somebody and they throw it up in your face. Obviously, if they are borrowing it, it's because they truly need it, right? If you gave from your heart, you wouldn't throw it up in their face. You wouldn't keep reminding and going around telling everybody. But why do we desire unconditional love? Some of us desire unconditional love and can't give it, right? This almost always happens because we missed it in childhood. Something that we're trying to fill in childhood. There's a void that we are trying to fill. And until we fill it ourselves, we can't give it. And that's not how unconditional love works. You have to know what unconditional love is to receive it. And not only receive it, but you have to know what it is to give it as well. So I want to talk really quickly about how we can better unconditionally love and the first thing is to stop being hard on ourselves when you are hard on yourself you are hard on other people and i just told somebody the other day that i had to learn this with nate and i is because of just my environment growing up I, was, I realized I was so hard on Nate because I was looking for perfection. I was looking for him to die every I, looking for him to cross every T. Everything had to be perfect, right, and in order. And I realized that, wait a minute, that's not a him problem. That's a you problem, Angie. You're so hard on yourself, and I'm hard on myself, too. It's not just like I'm hard on him. I'm hard on myself, too. And he can tell you that himself. It's not just me being a douchebag towards him. I'm just like that with everything. Like everything has to be ABCD yeah one two three you know just it has to be in order and so this year I have just told myself I am not subscribing to perfection I'm not subscribing to perfection for myself and perfection on anybody else like I'm not being hard on myself anymore because it's going to negatively impact not just my intimate relationship with Nate but it can impact our friendship and then it can impact my relationships with other people as well. Another way we can learn to uh, better unconditionally love is learning to attack the problem and not the person. Problems exist because of what happened in the garden, right? Nobody is exempt. However, as long as we keep attacking the person and not the problem, we will never unconditionally love because we will always be looking at them as the problem and not the problem as the problem. And when you look at your, your partner as the problem it's never you're not attacking like i said you're not attacking what needs to be attacked you're just attacking the person it's like kind of putting a band-aid over the wound you're not really digging deep in anything you're just attacking them because you can um, another thing that we need to think about is it's critical to understand who you are with in their background and i think that's a uh, one of the best ways to better unconditionally love people I told somebody again today how I realized for myself I tend to get frustrated when I don't understand something I was I was telling my hairstylist about my hair that was the example of I was just saying I can't I'm very frustrated with my hair and it's because I don't understand it and so she was telling me about um, a company called Myvana that helps with Understanding your hair and what products work best for your hair is scientifically proved as well. And so this really truly understanding somebody's background is most definitely what will help you unconditionally love. When you understand your partner, you can anticipate disappointments. For example, if you know your partner has communication issues you should expect communication issues to an extent, but if you're not learning them and you're not uh, studying them, then when it comes up that, they, that they're not communicating this thing well, you get frustrated because you don't know, wait a minute, this partner, they have a deficiency in the area. That doesn't mean you leave. That doesn't mean you leave because they lack a skill that you may have. You are just accepting of the flaw. Your understanding of the flaw. Now, that doesn't mean that they should be unwilling to change. It's just you deciding not to leave because of it. Remember, this is all about you and you not projecting certain things onto your significant other. When you can unconditionally love yourself, you can unconditionally love another person. And that's the battle that some of us have is we don't have that love for ourselves, And I talked about this earlier in the season of just how important it is to love yourself and be true to yourself. We are definitely capable of giving unconditional love. Some of us say we hate social media, right? But we stay on it. So why can't we why can't we have disdain for the problems that we are going through with our partner, but stay and try to work through those problems, stay and try to gather intelligence to help us manage and deal with the situation in a better way. Let us remember that unconditional love isn't about the emotions we go through. It's about looking beyond the emotions our partner goes through, right? Think about what I just said. Unconditional love is not about the emotions we go through. It's about the looking beyond the emotions our partner goes through, meaning they're flawed. They have quirks, they have mistakes about them that just are ugly, but so do we. But we're choosing to see beyond that. Unconditional love isn't selfish. It's love that is reasonable, it's love that understands flaws and understands that we that we all have them. And there has been this conversation about just marrying people with potential. I'm a person that moves in grace and understanding and just understanding that nobody is perfect the grass is not greener on the other side most of the time it's not greener on the other side so it's better to stay where you're at like i said unless you're going through habitual infidelity or you're being abused in some type of manner it's best to stay where you're at and nurture and grow with who you were with nurture and grow who you chose to marry you chose to marry this person and if we look at start looking at our relationships and start nurturing them and growing with each other instead of against each other, I think we can learn better with unconditional love. And so that was just my little 15-minute TED Talk on unconditional love. It is definitely something that we can give. I think we need to focus on those things that I shared earlier, just making sure that we are understanding who we are with, understanding is really the key to everything. Because I can communicate with you all day, but if you're not understanding, then where are we at? I can do all of these things all day, but if there's no understanding there, there's no connection, there's no trust, there's no commitment. So understanding truly is the key of just being able to unconditionally love your partner. Just to piggyback on what I was saying earlier, love is about accepting who you are. Unconditional love is about accepting who you are with. And so I'm very big on words and just not using words like tolerate. Like if you find yourself in a place where you're tolerating something, that's a little bit different than accepting where your partner is in the space that they're in. If you're tolerating something, it's kind of a negative way of You're you're putting up with it. But when you're accepting of somebody, you're understanding of the, you understand where this person is coming from. You don't necessarily agree with it, but you understand perspective. You understand that this is the background that they grew up in. This is what they've learned. This is what they know. And I'm accepting them for who they are. Another thing that we have to remember with this before I tap out, guys, is to remember that unconditional love isn't about expectations. A lot of us have these expectations of relationship of this perfect person and we're not realizing that when we make a perfect person in a list, it's kind of like basically saying these are the conditions. Sometimes your soulmate will not look like that list that you have. They won't be everything that you need them to be. They're not gonna look or be how you want them to be. And this is why we have to have realistic expectations in relationship of saying to ourselves, really conditioning our mind that my person may not look how I think they look. They may look like a bum, but have it going on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to be what you think it is. And I think when we make these lists and we do things, it's, we're, it's conditioned. Here, as long as you have these things, we're good. As long as you have this money, we're good long as you make this amount we're good as long as you dress this way we're good and that's conditional love i think once we start letting love and the people that we meet and embracing them and letting stuff flow organically we can start really having promising relationships relationships that go the distance relationships that last a long long time but we have to cut that of course again like i said it's good to to know what you want. There's a difference in then uh, knowing what you want in a person and then saying I'm not going to budge on this. Of course, there's certain things that you should not budge on like your values, your morals and beliefs. But when it comes to aesthetics and physical traits and stuff like that, we need to give ourselves some leeway there. Because if we just shun that person because of that that's the condition in us. That's the conditional the conditional uh, love in us. As long as you have these things, we're good. But I just wanted to shed some light on that. I would love to know your thoughts below. If you're watching on YouTube, what you think of unconditional love? Do you think this generation is capable of giving it? Why or why not? I Like I said, and I'm going to say it again, we can give it. We're just lazy. We just have an idea of love and marriage in our heads. some of us nowadays don't even want to get married some of us have just think it's a piece of paper and we have the wrong perception of it and so it's hard to get that old thing back of course we don't really want that old thing because a lot of these women were getting beat you know some of them are being raped by their by men and sold and stuff like that we don't want everything back But what we want in that old school love is longevity, Uh, love that works through things, love that doesn't just leave because, hey, I found somebody else that is giving the 20% when I really have the 80% at home. So it's something for us to think about and really just be self-aware in our own relationships as we go forward so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast again let me know your thoughts below on unconditional love and how you feel about about it and just remember that it is forgiving you don't it's not disrespect but it's forgiving either you can forgive this person for the habitual cheating and the verbal abuse and move on or you can forgive this person for forgetting to do something or forgetting to just whatever something something small that may be a little bit big to you and Choose to work through that choose to communicate Hey, you forgot something that was important to me and explaining why it was important to you It's all about communication and again not just that but just understanding the communication and and Once we are able to start talking to each other again That's when I think unconditional love Will be present again. So I'm Angie Rowe, the teen wife that turned my struggles into strength, marital wills into wins, and made the mistakes so you don't have to. I'll see you guys all next month in April.